Hello, deadly people. Welcome to Rising, Thriving, and Vibing Podcast. I'm your host, Keisha Tipwin, a digital creator, entrepreneur, and a deadly auntie. This show is about healing, humor, and deadly vibes. Here to rise, thrive, and vibe together. What's up, beautiful people? I'm glad you are back. It's time for your weekly dose of deadliness. So I brought my setup from my living room to my room. We are chilling here. I have my little mini desk, my mic and my laptop along with my notebooks and my jar for Creed the Cree theme. <clears throat> I was going to set up some sheets around my room, but I, I'm just so lazy just for like the noise reduction. My TikTok audience mentioned that I set up some sheets for just like the noise reduction, but that's not going to be working today because I'm too lazy to just, you know, stand, get us like a ladder <laughs> and go set up some, some sheets all over my room. So we're chilling. Let's get this started. Today's episode. Today, I'm going to chat about self-sabotage within my career and potential relationships. This is a great discussion I had on my TikTok live, actually, where we talked about self-sabotage within snake relationships, relationships, friendships, and careers. So I wanted to talk about that today. Let me just start off by starting my segment, my main question of the day. How are you healing today? Me? I'm being committed to my routine for podcast planning by setting my alarm for around 6 o'clock, so like early in the morning. Then I make my coffee and I bring my setup into my room and get my room ready to start podcasting. So this is where I write, I record, and I edit my podcast. So like the more I do it, It's becoming easier for me to do and to learn. That's why I'm here. And plus, like, for the noise reduction. I have a bit, like, an open concept in my living room kitchen area, so that wasn't really working for me. I just moved into my room. It makes more sense, although it is crowded, but the noise is probably much better than before. Also, this didn't happen today, but this past weekend... I spent quality time with my mom. This past weekend was Mother's Day. I just did what my mom wanted to do, what the queen wanted to do. So we went yard sailing, garage sailing, if anyone's familiar with that, all around. (laughs) We went to two towns plus the city. So we drove outside of town twice. Well, not twice. We were outside of town, then we just like made a loop around some towns and came back to the city. And there just happened to be community yard sales. So I'm like, oh, snap. But the first one we went to wasn't the greatest that town. It was straight, like, junk, pretty much. And there wasn't really anything too appealing at the first town. Then at the second town, it was okay. But it was very small, too. So we just, like, left right away because we thought we hit all the yard sales. And we were like, all right, let's go back to the city. Then we went back to the city. I found myself a office work bag. 
so I can bring like my podcast equipment with me. I finally have like a little suitcase meant for work. So my podcast equipment and my content creation equipment. So I can bring those with me when I go to <clears throat> when I go to like other social events. So I'm excited for that. I'm I'm just loving it. I got it for five dollars too, and it's just nice. All the zippers work, there's pockets, there's different sides, so I'm excited. I'm trying to get ready for the event that's coming up in June. I'll be set up there with my podcast. It's called Together We Rise, so I'll be there. I'll be set up June 11th and 12th, and I'm excited for that. So I'm getting ready. I'm getting all the stuff that I need, all my stuff where I create my content to an event that I got invited to. So I'm pretty excited for that. <clears throat> Anyways, that's how I'm healing today. How about you? You can say it out loud or you can just say it when I have my lives. Alright, let's start the questions. What is self-sabotage? According to MindTools.com, self-sabotage undermines your success despite your own wishes, dreams, or values. It often stems from low self-esteem, negative self-talk, and related negative emotions, which are continually reinforced by the resulting failure. Self-sabotage can have like many different behaviors and are unique to each person. <clears throat> but how I would describe it as, or you know, these kind of feelings that that came up when I struggled with self-sabotages. Sometimes like forgetting deadlines, not properly preparing yourself for presentations, or being late to events, or always being known for being late. Procrastination, where I do stuff last minute, just like my podcast planning. I do it a day before it's supposed to be posted. And that's where I struggle with my self-sabotages, procrastination. Oh, I always share about it. And being aware of it is where I'm at. Getting through it is what I'm learning how to do. Things like that, or starting projects and never finishing them, <clears throat> where you feel like you're unable to proceed, or even having a set goal or dream but never getting around to actually doing it, to putting work into it, can be with relationships where you found someone good that's actually healthy for you. Then you start coming up with different scenarios or overthinking that this is too good to be true. I don't deserve this. What? This is so unusual for me. Because you're so used to, you know, doing that self-sabotage. And that's what I'm used to doing. It's just now for me, it's just recognizing it monitoring it and seeing how I can work through it but that's how I would you know describe self-sabotage I know there's like many more contributions more definitions more of what self-sabotage is but this is what I've been learning right now and I know along as I go with this journey I'll add more to this topic self-sabotage or how I can improve myself as a person and you know, get through it. But right now, it's fresh. It's so new to me, just from breaking cycles, you know, from starting this healing journey. It's very new to me. It's very fresh. So I'm going to share, like, my own knowledge of how I struggle with self-sabotage. 
especially when it comes to my careers, when it comes to my relationships, and how it's like rooted to how it's rooted to like my own family and their opinions. So I wanted to talk about that today as well. So question, what do I need to stop running away from? Sometimes I keep myself so busy where I don't have to face my own fears. So what fear would I have to face if I slowed down? And I asked this question on my TikTok live where a variety of people contributed to the question and we had a good discussion of our own fears of what we have to deal with when it comes to our careers, our relationships, and all that good stuff. For me, the fear I would have to face is my fear of success. I have a fear of success where, you know, I feel like I'm not good enough to achieve all these great things where I bring myself down and have that negative self-talk, like, I don't deserve this. Maybe there's other people that deserve this, but I feel like I don't deserve this. And that's how I take it, you know, that's how I think about it when it comes to my own success. I procrastinate a lot. And that's one of the self-sabotaging ways when it comes to my own success. Just like how... I plan my podcast days a day before it's due. It brings, it, you know, I have that pressure to actually do it. And I'm only given a certain time to finish, to edit, and to get it posted. But I want to be able to move past that. I want to have set days, like a couple days before it's actually due, to plan my podcast. I need to get out of the, the survival mode, pretty much. Of procrastination and that's where you know I started to think about it and I introduced a journal prompt that I'll be sharing more about of that leads that stems to why I fear success and you know let's get into it so I did a journal prompt this morning where I got a little bit deep dug a little bit deeper when it comes to my self-sabotage and I just, you know, ask myself why. Like, this is a journal prompt that I found, like, on the internet. And that, you know, that usually helps me discover the triggers or, like, the root cause of some stuff. Anyways, all you have to do is, like, ask yourself why at least five times in a row. And you can start off with a situation that is bothering you or something that you feel negatively about yourself. And, you know, you just ask yourself why over and over until you get that answer. According to the website here, simplylovelyenergy.com, it says, It is an effective technique because it helps you stick with the discomfort and reach new levels of understanding within yourself. So I was like, okay, okay, let, let me check this out. So I asked myself, why am I scared to be successful? And that's like one of the self-sabotaging things that I deal with, like my fear of success. So I question, you know, why am I scared to be successful? The answers that I came up with is very, it took me back. And, you know, I got a little bit emotional this morning, but that's just part of my healing, you know, showing my emotions, actually feeling okay with being vulnerable 
The answer I got was, because I'll get judged whether I do a good or bad job. Then I said, why? Like, why do I feel like I'll get judged? Then I, then I, like, my answer was, I always get judged by my family about everything. Whether that's my weight, my work, how much money I make, and even being on social media. <laughs> then I questioned myself again. Why do you think they will judge you? My answer was, it's the normal of what I grew up on. You know, that vicious cycle of intergenerational trauma. That's what I grew up with, them judging. Then that's just the traces, the effects of colonization where it was passed on. So that's where my understanding comes in too. <clears throat> like my the empathy of it. It's just something that I struggle with. And I do have like my fear of success. And that's what is stopping me. I know I'll get judged. But now it's like from my family though. Not just from like other people on the internet personal I guess and I got like I had a good cry from that I'm like wow I was judged my whole life and now it's just imprinted on my brain I guess <laughs> it's stuck there like I'm just trying to figure out how I can move forward now you know how I can get rid of the my fear of success how I can move through it and then like now that I have an answer of like the stem the trigger now I can work through it. Yes, I have a fear of success because I'll get judged. That's how I grew up with. That's still today. Like even today, I always get judged. But yeah, it's just working through it. And I talked to my, my, um, my TikTok audience about it. I'm like, well, how can you get through the fear of success or fear of rejection? And some of the things that I came up with is, you know, monitoring it, monitoring your behavior of like things that come up, but especially when it comes to like procrastination. I struggle with that like right now, especially when it comes to my podcast planning. I do it a day before and that gives me that pressure to actually having to complete the podcast. I do want to set it into an earlier date. This is just how I've been dealing with it right now. I do want to do it during the weekends or even before, you know, after the podcast is posted. Now that I actually have that answer of why I'm scared to be successful, well, I guess that could be one reason why. Maybe there's more, but this is what popped into my mind when I had to ask myself those questions of why. Why, like, all these things are happening. Now it's just getting through it. I do know that like I limited my interaction with my family just because they are very judgmental. <laughs> I don't like that feeling when it comes to being judged. Like it dims your light. It makes you feel low. And it's not a good feeling at all, especially when it's coming from your own family, you know, the people that you grew up with. But that damn vicious cycle is just, ooh. Something I always have to consider too when I'm thinking about my family and how they react, their behaviors, and their healing as a pe person too. 
So I have to take that into consideration. I just, uh, you know, colonization just pisses me off because indigenous people were forced to do so much things. They were treated inhumane and it carries on to, to this day. That's something that we all have to work on together and heal together as a community. But who knows when, you know? It's just up to people of when they want to heal or if they just want to stay in that same cycle. Now let me chat about self-sabotage when it comes to relationships. Because I do that. I came from a toxic environment, toxic lifestyle where manipulation was my main thing. Because it was my protection, it was my wall, and it was my guard was through manipulation. I didn't want to get hurt. That's why I did all that stuff. That's why I was toxic. I came out from a five and a half year relationship. I had to learn how to be alone. I had to learn not to be dependent on others. And with that, I just manipulated. That was my toxic trait, I guess. I was a very avoidant person where I kept to myself, I isolated, I ghosted, and now I'm learning about self-sabotage in relationships. I'm learning how to be healthy now, how to communicate, how to be a, a deadly healthy partner for a future relationship, you know? <clears throat> Anyways, so self-sabotage like in relationships is when you consciously or unconsciously Ruin your relationships so it's like you don't realize that you're actually ruining it. Stuff like that. So when you see something healthy, maybe you'll ruin it by distancing yourself because you're not used to that. You're familiar with the toxicness. You're familiar with being treated like crap. And that's where that self-sabotage used to come in for me. I got treated good by someone, but that was very odd for me. I'm like, huh. Why, why are you doing all this? Like, I'd question and overthink it and create all these different scenarios. And that's where, like, the me not knowing that I'm actually ruining the relationship by asking, like, probably lots of questions or distancing myself when I don't get, like, certain energy given back to me. Or if the vibe is off. Or if I even started to like someone, I'd distance myself because I want to protect myself. I don't want to get hurt. To this day, I'm breaking that wall down. It's been a roller coaster, but I'm, I've been trying to break it down where it's okay to feel. It's okay to feel emotions for someone else. It's okay to like someone. It's okay to share some personal things to another person that I never used to do before, you know? It's okay to save numbers. It's okay to stay a while and not actually disappear. And I notice, like, I do all these self-sabotaging things that I didn't even realize were self-sabotaging. And I know there are many people that can probably relate to this. And that's where snake relationships form. Basically, friends with benefits, but there's no actual official title that you guys are in a relationship, that you are, you two are in a relationship, sorry. And that's where my self-sabotaging ways comes in too, by not committing 
to just having snake relationships where I still had that freedom to do other things. I was just always so scared to commit. I remember I did, then I only lasted two weeks, tried to commit again, was another two weeks. I'm like, oh my gosh, I was so scared because I don't know, just probably being scared of getting hurt again, you know, going through that whole situation that was from my past relationship. So that's the trauma I'm dealing with too, especially when I want to form relationships, when I do actually want to commit. But all that just comes back to me and it's just healing that relationship that I had from the past because I got cheated on. Hey, I got lied to. I got manipulated. And I sometimes I just wouldn't get treated right. Like I said, just because it was a long relationship does not mean it was a good relationship. I always share that. And from being that from that last relationship, it just messed me up, I guess, how I see in relationships. I was so scared to get cheated on. I was so scared to get mistreated, to get talked down on. I didn't want to go through that. That's why I had those commitment issues. I didn't want to go through that same situation because I was traumatized from my past relationship and how it aff like affects me now. But I'm going through that as an individual. I'm tr I'm actively trying to heal that part of me. I'm trying to heal how I see relationships and getting through my commitment issues. See, in my personal life, I try to commit to having routines. I try to commit to communicating through voice notes, through calling, through FaceTiming, or just even expressing my feelings. It's a work in progress, especially when it comes to relationships. I know self-sabotage is going to be there, but as long as I recognize and monitor their behaviors, it's a step. It's progress. I know I'll be able to work through them in the future, but right now all I can just do is recognize them. Be aware of these self-sabotaging ways that I use. And it's all a learning experience, you know? I want to be a healthy person. I want to learn from my past. I want to be able to move forward and use my past as a lesson or life experience that that I can share with others and to myself and see all that growth that has happened. And I'll be able to get there one day. But right now, this is it. This is all I can share. And they're very interesting topics, especially when it comes to my TikTok lives, where we talk about snake relationships, relationships and careers. Just like the other day there, we were talking about snake relationships and like my toxic ways. I, I call myself anti-toxic, but when I say anti-toxic, it's just my past version, my unhealed version, the wounds that I didn't work on, you know, all the stuff that I built up until I was ready to explode. That's what I refer to when I say anti-toxic. That was my normal, you know, toxicity, living in that environment, being that environment and getting influenced by other people. It's just breaking the cycle for me, you know, healing from it, learning from it, and being a better person from it. So with that, I'm going to start the crease segment, y'all. Let's, let's do this. 
This week's Cree theme is, drum roll please, adult only words. This was the top picked one on my TikTok video and Instagram. <clears throat> so let's, let's get started. I have the jar, my Cree theme jar. I'm just shaking it up right now. I did not add any new words to it, so it's just all the words from before. I'm gonna open it and you know let's let's choose let me shake it up a little bit again okay oh my gosh I'm so scared I don't know what words gonna come out okay I got one <clears throat> today's Cree word of the week is oh let me unravel it here oh it's sounds pretty good okay <laughs> Nipaha Pakwu. Nipaha Pakwu. It's thirsty. It means extremely thirsty. I'm not too sure if I'm pronouncing it right, so just correct me if I'm wrong. Nipaha Pakwu. I got this one from my Cree dictionary, so this is what I'm going to go off of, and that's Cree word of the week. It's not that bad, but I'm just not too sure if I'm pronouncing it right. So just correct me if I'm wrong once again. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for being here. And thank you all for making it this far into the episode. Y'all are deadly. So I'm going to end it off with that. I hope you all have a good day, good evening, and I'll catch you all on the next episode. Thank you to those that listen. I appreciate you all. If you want to stay updated, please give a follow at Rising, Thriving, and Vibing Podcast on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. Stay deadly, and I'll catch you all on the next episode.